Alternative Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. To the Ken Mack and Coach JV Show. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom. Get ready to swallow the red pill because every week we're bringing you cutting edge, real, uncut, raw truths about finance in the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen. Warriors! Rise. Get your shit together. Let's go. What's happening, Warriors? We made it again to another Monday edition of the Ken Mac and Coach JB Show, Warriors. We're going to give you the red pill. We're going to push you away from the blue pill. And we appreciate all of you guys joining us today. We got some deep, deep stuff to cover today, Warriors. So as Ken Mac always says, get your notepad out, get your pen and paper. But first of all, Ken, how it's been? I've been watching your lifestyle out there in Dubai. I got to experience it just a little bit. So how's life been out there in Dubai, my friend? Man, life is so good here in Dubai just now. Um, you know, there's no pandemic. Everybody's happy. We're having a good time. We're uh, networking with, uh, with great people. A lot of stuff happening in the blockchain space and the investor space. And yeah, we're just driven, man. Great energy here in Dubai. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to, uh, to each uh, next day that I wake up. Yes, yes, I love it. So today, Warriors, we're really going to give you the red pill. And what we're going to talk about is predictive programming and that the collapse is actually here, Warriors. You cannot bury it under the rug anymore. You can't put your head under the pillow and hide from it, Warriors. The collapse is here. Let me say that again. The collapse is here. Here, you got Robert Kiyosaki talking about Ray Dalio is telling you cash is trash. Warren Buffett is closing out of most bank stocks, increases position in Bank of America. Why? Because they're connected to Ripple. Apple is his number one stock. He bought into New Bank, which is investing in cryptocurrency warriors. Kathy Woods, the top billionaires in the world are moving fast and furious towards fintech, cryptocurrency, and now... We got the metaverse coming up, but Warriors, I'm going to show you a little piece here and show you how you've been predictive programmed for a very, very, very long time. And what's happening is slowly but surely they're using the things that you're addicted to to get you into the ecosystem. So what they slowly do is they move themselves over into the ecosystem. They set themselves up in the new quantum financial system, and then they're going to collapse what they created. Now, remember, Warriors, the World Economic Forum was created in 1971, January. We detached from the gold standard in 1971, August. And from that point on, we've been a printing machine. And Ken's going to take you on this historical journey that's going to blow your mind. I asked him to share it with you guys today because he shared it with the our LBO uh, Private Academy. And it was pretty remarkable to see. You guys know how my brain works, but he broke it down in very, very minute detail. The collapse is here, Warriors. 
You can listen to any economist on the news. They're going to sell you a narrative to benefit the news station. Remember, the six conglomerates that give you the information that you're getting are controlled by the richest people in the world. Think about that for a minute. The six conglomerates that get you all your information are controlled by the wealthiest people in the world. Those who control the money, control the information, control the people. So I'm going to show you guys something really interesting that I saw this morning, which goes into predictive programming. But so I was sitting in the steam room this morning. And I was, you know, sitting there and see this Aquafina bottle right here. Okay. Now I know before you jump onto this, you're going to see Pepcoin right here. It is not a cryptocurrency. I, you know, I already looked it up. It's not a cryptocurrency, but I want to share with you what they're doing. Okay. They're using the soda that you're addicted to, the candy that we're addicted to, all the junk food that we're addicted to, to program the sheep to move into digital wallets. This is how my brain works. When I see stuff like this, I go deep. Now I'm going to do a deep YouTube video on this, but I want to give you some insight on predictive programming. Now remember, predictive programming started when you're in your indoctrination system as a little kid. You go to school, you get two 15-minute breaks, you get a 30-minute lunch, right? Then you get out of school, you do your homework, and then you get to Friday, you're super excited for the weekend. All the little movies are built on the weekend. School's out for summer, right? You get your vacations at, at your corporate job. And then you on Sunday, you're fighting because you don't want to go on school on Monday. I was just talking to my daughter who's in the indoctrination system. She's a true entrepreneur spirit. I'm like, you excited for school? She goes, no. I go, what are you excited for? She goes, I can't wait till school's over. <laughs> she literally cannot wait till school's over because she's going to travel the world. She's already going to be getting into investing into cryptocurrency. She's going to be a millionaire by the time she's 30 because I broke her out of the indoctrination system. So you go to school, you get two 15-minute breaks, you get a 30-minute lunch, right? And you're taught how to memorize warriors. And you are rewarded by your grade point average. So you're put into a system that if you got a 4.0, that means you're the best. You're just the best at memorizing, right? If you're a creative person, I have dyslexia, I have dyslexia. So I struggled in school. So we're kind of shunned and pushed off to the side. But the interesting thing is most CEOs and people who create companies are not the people who graduated with master's degrees or PhDs. They're people who have ideas, who have dedication, who has vision, right? So then... You get out of this indoctrination system and then you go into a job, which you get two 15-minute breaks, a 30-minute lunch. On Friday, you get super excited. On Sunday, you get stressed out to go to your just over broke, right? So you've been indoctrinated for a very, very, very long time into the system. But now they need to move us into the quantum financial system. They need to move us into this new digital world, right? So Facebook threw out the juggernaut comment last week saying that they are moving uh, Facebook into Meta. Their name is Meta. 1.6 billion users on Facebook out of 7 billion people in the world. I would say that's market share warriors. And somebody said, oh, is, is Facebook going to take over the metaverse? They literally have the ability to take over the whole metaverse with 1.6 billion users. Think about that, warriors. Okay. You got Amazon Web Services. Do you know what companies are built on Amazon Web Services? Coinbase. Liberty Mutual. Go watch the video I did this morning, Warriors. Amazon Web Services, one of the most powerful companies. Facebook, one of the most powerful companies in market share, are literally moving into the cryptocurrency space. Okay, so if you can't get the sheep to move by doing that, why don't we attack them with their soda that they drink every single day? Why don't we attack them with the snacks that they use? So I was sitting in the steam room, and I saw this. I had this Aquafina bottle, right? And on top of the Aquafina bottle, I saw this Pepcoin thing. I was like, interesting. So I flipped the cap over and I'm like, I'm going to follow this little rabbit hole. So immediately I come home, I jump on the, on the computer and I take a look and Pepcoin is not a cryptocurrency. I want to be very clear with that, but they're programming you 
to get into digital wallets. So how do you redeem your Pepcoin? Check this out. So do nation, tasty rewards, right? This is so crazy. They reward you for eating junk food. But how do they reward you, warriors? So you scan it, okay? And then you get paid out on PayPal and Venmo using the digital wallets. They actually use the word here, digital wallets. Let me see if I can find this. Here we go. Here we go. So this is where the predictive programming comes in right here, okay? So you're going to be using your digital wallet, okay? Congratulations. Your payment will be deposited in your account shortly in Venmo, PayPal, okay? Good taste pays. <laughs> Check that out. Good taste pays. Eat your junk food. We're going to pay you to eat junk food. Every time your balance reaches $1, your cash cash is automatically transferred to your digital wallet, Venmo and PayPal. If you go over to Venmo, Venmo, cryptocurrency on Venmo, your journey starts here. You go over to PayPal, buy and sell cryptocurrency. Think about that, Warriors. These are two decentralized finance companies that got into the crypto space. And now you got Pepsi linking up with Venmo. PayPal to move you guys into digital wallets. Now, would you agree that when you walk into your bank, every single thing they're trying to sell you now is get on your digital wallet, get on your digital wallet. I know people who work in the bank. I left the bank, right? I left the bank because of this bullshit that's going on, because of this predictive programming. We were getting ready for FinTech nine years ago, Warriors. We were getting ready for talking ATMs. Chase was always the most advanced. I was at Wells Fargo. Chase was the most advanced. They were replacing all their tellers with talking ATMs. The C word pushed us all out of the branches. It's like an act of Congress to get in there and do any banking transaction with a physical person, right? They're pushing you through the drive-thru. They're getting you used to using your digital wallets. And every time you walk into the branches now, they're trying to get Mrs. Jones, who's 70, 80 years old, to get on her digital wallet. Warriors, it's here. You can't deny it. You can't stop it. The freight train has left the building. There's going to be two types of people. Number one, the person who gets on it and goes on for the ride of their life, like all of us. And number two, the person who gets run over by it. But the fact is every single person has to get on that train at some point. There's just going to be people sitting in first class and people sitting in economy. That's the only difference, Warriors. So Ken's going to take us through a really deep dive. He did this really cool presentation yesterday during our LBO training. And I do want to give a shout out to Ken and say thank you. Um, his LBO training is phenomenal. If you have not jumped into the Business Buyer Bootcamp, the link's down below in our description. Do the five-day bootcamp. It'll open up your mind and awareness because education is wisdom, right? Wisdom, it becomes wisdom by an acting upon it, right? There's people that have gone through the five-day bootcamp that he's introduced us to that have got their first LBO. Now, what is that going to give you? It's going to give you the knowledge to think like an entrepreneur, right? I have multiple startups. And what I'm learning from Ken is, it's difficult. I, I'm a very, so I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to brag a little bit. I'm very rare. I'm very rare. I took multiple startups and I made them very successful. But do you know how rare that is? 85% of small businesses fail. And of the 15% that succeed, most of them don't even do well. Think about that, Warriors, because the system is not rigged for small businesses, mom, pa, especially in the future. So what's happening is Jerome Powell said that we are moving into a new economy leverage towards technology, and he's worried about the middle class. So we're going to jump right into Ken's presentation here. So I'm going to kick it over to you, Ken. I know he's going to take us down the rabbit hole. Get ready to take the red pill, Warriors. Yeah, I'm just listening to what you were saying there, and it's very interesting. Um, you know, you are unique. You're one of the unique 10% uh, of businesses that succeed. And we had this conversation before we went live that um, anything that's got a 90% chance of failure is a, is a scam. So only um, unique individuals have a business 
that's going to survive because to be unique, you know, 90% chance of failure, you know, you are unique. You're one of the uncommon 10% who are able to have a successful business. Now, in terms of uh, starting a business, sorry, buying a business, this is a paradigm shift. This is a completely different way of doing things. And that's where the LBO um, thing comes in, which is, you know, to put into perspective, buying a business with no money down is like buying a house with a mortgage. Now, we were speaking during the boot camp yesterday um, about history because we need to learn from what happened in the past. Now, once I show you some facts, and I'm going to show you, I, I came into my office at six o'clock on Sunday morning yesterday and I dissected, I did, I did a full semantic analysis of what happened over the past hundred years and what's going to happen 10 years into the future. Now, this is going to give you a very good indication of what we are up against, guys. So 99% of people, they're, they're playing with fire. Thankfully, I have been disconnected from the, uh, from the scam. The system is a scam. And I've been disconnected from the scam since the day that I left school. I did enjoy school, but I knew that it was a scam. Now, history is your biggest clue. I do question what they taught us in school. I'll be honest. I was uh, not the biggest fan of history. I found it very boring. But in a time like now, we need to take a look what happened not so long ago. You know, 100 years into the past is not a long time ago. So this is going to give us an indication of what's going to happen in the future. And the only way that you can raise your vibrational frequency is to start absorbing, learning facts and figures that you cannot argue with, taking a look at what's happening right now in the world, in the markets, in the financial markets, with the economies. And like Coach GV says, says everything is by design. Every single thing that you see happening just now from that uh, bottle of water with the, uh, the wallet connected to Vimo, this is by design. You are part of the Truman Show. The sooner that you understand and realize that we are in the matrix, the quicker that you are going to be able to break free and live a life of freedom. And this show... The Financial Freedom Show is about giving you the red pill to show you. We can't force feed you, but we can show you the facts and figures, and it's up to you if you want to continue down that journey, down that road. So let's go on a journey nearly 100 years into the past and eight years into the future. Now, when I was putting together this, uh, this slide, I thought, why don't we speak about what, what happened in each year and break it down? And then we're going to speak about what's happening now and look at the similarities. So this is a very sad story, but only sad for those who are not prepared. It's a very exciting story for those who were prepared and able to take the opportunity and build um, massive levels of wealth, unreasonable wealth. So on the 25th of March, 1929, with a, a mini stock market crash, the Fed was warning of excessive speculation. Now, this is what's going to happen. Uh, let me just see if I can pop this in here. Can you see that, guys? Okay, cool. So I just Googled stock market overvaluation. And you can see that pretty much the full first page is giving us these clues. Look at all of the dates of these news articles, all within the past couple of months. We now have an indication of a very, very overvalued stock market. Okay. So the Fed have given us a warning sign. They've, they've told us that there is excessive speculation in 1929. It was very kind of them. 
On the 3rd of September, the Dow peaks, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, and it does not regain until 1954. That is insane. September the 30th, the London stock market crashed. On the 24th of October, Wall Street crashed. October 29th was called Black Tuesday. Excuse me. So November 13th, stock market bottoms out. And that's when the bear market uh, began until 1930. So 1930, the recession deepens. September to December, we experienced major bank failures. On the 14th of September, the Nazis gained power. Smaller banks started to collapse, triggering a cascade of liquidations. In December, the Fed funds rate, sorry, Fed funds rate reaches 2%, then a record low, and the Bank of the United States collapses. So 1931, 2,294 banks collapse with 1.7 billion deposits gone. Unemployment rises to 16%, and inflation is now negative 9.3%. So unemployment in 1932 rises to 23%. 1,700 banks fail. GDP growth is negative 13%, and the annual inflation rate is negative 11%. 13 million are now unemployed in the USA and 3.5 million people without a job in the UK. In 1933, we're now five years into the Great Depression. The year inflation turns positive by 1% quarterly, which is nothing. GDP growth positive by summer and unemployment peaks at 25%. That's a lot of people unemployed. Two million people are homeless. Now, just having the, the thought that being homeless is enough to motivate you to not be in employment, to find alternative ways to create wealth and freedom, because you will never have freedom working for somebody. It's impossible. If you need to ask your boss when you can take a or ask somebody when you can take a holiday, this is not freedom. It doesn't matter if you're earning millions and you need to ask if you can take a holiday or you need to take a look at your watch to you know, know, uh, understand when your lunch break is finishing. You're not free. They've got you by the balls. Two million people are homeless. The US nominal GDP bottoms out at 57 billion, down from 105 billion in 1929. So year six, 1934, in January, the Gold Reserves Act, we spoke about this with you guys quite a few times, the Gold Reserves Act prohibited private ownership of gold and doubles in price. Surprise, surprise. June 27th, the SEC regulated the stock market. The debt rose to 27 billion and unemployment fell to 21.7%. 1935, lots of universal income and incentives are plugged into the economy to aid stability with the main focus on the poor. Of course, universal basic income. Drive the poor into poverty even more and then give them the solution 
take them by the balls and control them and manipulate them with the, the greatest weapon ever created, which was the US dollar piece of paper. The, the greatest weapon that was ever created. Prices rose 3%, debt rose to 29 billion. Lots of incentives to farming were rolled out in 1935. 1936, record-breaking temperatures are reported killing many. I just thought we'd drop that in there. Interesting fact. FDR raised the top tax rate to 79%. Economy grew 12.9%. So increasing the tax make the poor even poorer. Unemployment shrank to 16.9% and prices rose 1.4%. Debt grew to 34 billion. 1937, incentives were rolled out to stabilize the farming sector. Of course, you know, farming is the foundations of life. It's for me, farming is one of the most important sectors. And it's a sector that I'm looking at myself just now. We're looking at acquisitions of more farms in uh, sorry, next year, 2022. FDR cut spending to reduce debt. The cutback in New Deal spending pushed the economy back into the Depression, 1937. The economy started contracting again as the Depression resumed. The economy grew 5.1%, unemployment fell to 14.3%, prices rose 2.9%, and debt is now $37 billion. So 1938... And the economy started to gain again, so it started to grow again. The Great Depression was over. So that was 10 years into the future. Economy shrank 3.3%. Unemployment rose to 19% and prices fell 2.8%. Debt remained steady at 37 billion. Now let's fast forward a few years. As I was thinking, okay, so that now the depression is over, what happened after? The Depression. So 1939, September, Hitler invaded Poland, starting World War II. The economy grew by 8%. Unemployment fell to 17.2% and prices remained flat. Debt rose to 40 billion. 1940, Hitler conquered France and bombed London. The US began spending, sorry, sending arms to Britain and Congress reinstated the military draft. Top income tax rate raised to 81%, and the economy grew 8.8%. People were literally slaves to the system, like they are now. Unemployment fell to 14.6%, and prices crept up 0.7%. Debt rose to 51 billion. In 1941, March 1941, U.S. sent war supplies to the U.K. October, Germany sank a U.S. Navy destroyer. December, Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. Congress then declared war on Japan. The economy grew 17.7%. Unemployment plummeted to 9.9%, and prices rose 9.9%. Debt grew to $58 billion. FDR created the greatest percentage increase in U.S. debt by a president. World War II ended in 1945, and it lasted for six years. So we had the Depression, followed by a war. What are the chances of something similar happening? I think it's possible. 
I think it's very possible that we could have a similar situation where we have a, a depression style situation starting now. We'll last, uh, I'm going to just show you what I believe is going to happen over the next 10 years. And it could end with a war. I believe that there's going to be mass civil unrest. So 2007 to 2009, that was the global financial crisis, which uh, they, well, they considered it the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. I was here. I was around during 2007. I was buying businesses. I was thriving. I made my money during this time buying cleaning businesses. So that's why I believe I've got the knowledge, the skill, the experience, and the wisdom to do very well during the next uh, five years, certainly as we enter the, uh, the beginning of what I believe is the Great Depression of the modern age. So what happened? Let's speak about 2019, 2020. We had an event take place called Event 201. This was a simulation of a global pandemic which took place with global leaders in November 2019. So they simulated a pandemic. They simulated what's happening right now back in November. Everything is by design, guys. And if you cannot see that, then I'm not really too sure what to say to you. I'm not too sure what to say to you. So March 2020, the lockdowns began. The markets crashed, signaling the beginning of UN Agenda 2030. Now, take a look at 2020. Now go back to 1929. The, the, uh, the cycle is repeating. It might not play out exactly as you can see it here, but history rhymes. The US printed 30% of the entire money supply in existence between March 2020 and March 2021. The US stock market is now overvalued as of right now today by 2.2 trillion. Mass rollout of furlough schemes started in 2020. Unemployment took control and it's starting to gain traction now. It's getting worse. October 2021, the US reaches its debt ceiling. Last month, threatening a recession. They've raised the debt ceiling as we spoke about about 76 times. They postponed it until December. Because if they don't increase the debt ceiling, it's going to send the economy into recession. October 2021, Evergrande in China defaulted, threatening a debt of 300 billion, which would cause a ripple effect throughout the global economy. And if you take a look at that figure, compare it to this figures back here, the debt was only 29 billion. This company, my friends, has a debt of 300 billion, and that will be a cascade of many companies. You've got uh, Fantasia in China as well. Smaller company, but I'm giving you an example of a cascade-style situation there. They're just propping up the markets. They're, pro uh, they're prolonging the inevitable. And if you can't see that we are at the beginning of the modern-day Great Depression, then again, I don't know what to say to you because it's here and it's happening. So I'm just sharing with you what I was speaking with my uh, bootcamp students about uh, last night. And like our game plan is by 2023, we are going to acquire 
each of us, at least three companies, controlling at least 10 million collectively in revenue. So that's what our plan is in 2023. 2024, we're going to accumulate tangible assets with the free cash flow. 2025, in inverted commas, we get ready for the 2024 crypto market cycle to restart, depending on the global crisis. Now, when the crash happens, it's going to change the entire dynamics of the market structure. You know, the whole four-year cycle, that will be null and void. So those of you guys who are hoping to wait for 2024 Bitcoin happening, it's a very bad idea because I'm happy for the markets to crash, but as long as they crash after Q1 2022. Why? Because I want to see, I've got a sizable investment now in the crypto markets myself, and I personally would like to be able to dollar cost average out the markets before the crash. Because what's ha what happens when the markets crash? Is going to bring down the crypto markets? Yes, my friends, Bitcoin is going to crash like it did back in March. This time is no different. It's no different. Gold and silver is going to crash. The traditional markets are going to pull down everything. Yes, it's good just now to have assets. Now I'm accumulating assets all the time right now. And I know that they're going to be devalued, but only against a piece of paper. So that's why I am not concerned about its dollar value because I'm thinking long term. My number one rule is to never sell assets, to buy assets, hold the tangible assets that you can touch, smell and feel and never sell your assets. If I needed to in the future, the option is there, but this is where you need to um, rehabilitate the programming that we have been taught through our life, that this thing here has X value against this piece of paper. They, they call it a promise, but it's a lie. You know that the promise is worth X amount of money on paper, but it's a lie. It's an illusion. By 2026, I believe that we are entering a blue pill economy where the divide between the rich and the poor is going to become so sizable that it's, it's going to become so difficult for them to transition to become wealthy. The dislocation in wealth begins now, but it's going to become sizable and so big by 2026 I don't like saying the word it's too late and I don't want to be put, uh, you know, I don't want to be driving fear into you guys. I'm just sharing the facts with you all that you have an amazing opportunity right now to do what you're doing. You're tuning into this show. You're learning by uh, picking up books and looking, uh, you know, following business leaders that know exactly what they're talking about. Coach GV mentioned uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Listen to what the guy's got to say. Learn from these people. There is something that you can do about this situation. And starting a business is not one of them. By 2030, we enter the new world. It's happening. We cannot resist it. These people, the elite, they have so much power. And at the end of the day, we can't be dinosaurs. We need to embrace the fifth industrial revolution and the quantum financial system, the new world, so that we can come into 2030 in abundance. We want to be in abundance from this moment now. 
But by 2030, we want to make sure that we're certainly not on a universal basic income system. Now, let's just take a look here at historical stock market data. This is the Schiller price to earnings ratio period. So that blue line that you can see right here demonstrates the overvaluation of the stock market. And you can see the pivot points here where the stock market had its corrections or major corrections. So blue above blue is oversold territory. Below the orange line is a overbought, um, overbought, sorry, overvalued territory. Yeah. So 1930, insane crash. Uh, year 2007, we started to crash hard. Uh, 2007, 2009, we crashed hard. We kept on coming down to 2011 until we were just below an overvaluation on the stock market. So we didn't go in, even into the, over, uh, sorry, the undervalued territory. So we haven't even visited the undervalued territory since 1980. That's crazy. But I believe that when we have this crash, we will go into an undervalued territory. When's that going to happen? Um, you can see we are, wow, we are higher than what the stock market overvaluation was in 1929. Look at that. So the question is, when is this crash going to happen? The answer is, it's going to happen when you least expect it. It's going to happen, and there's no other question about it. It's coming, guys. So Coach JV spoke to you guys about the Warren Buffett indicator. So that means it's the, uh, the ratio of the total United States stock market valuation to GDP, gross domestic product. So as of yesterday... The stock market, the indicator says that, this, that says that the stock market is significantly overvalued based on the historical ratio of total market cap over GDP, which is currently 210%. So it's likely to return to negative 3.4% a year from this level of valuation, including dividends. So meanwhile, based on the historical ratio of newly introduced total market cap over GDP plus total assets of the Federal Reserve Banks, which is currently 153%, the stock market is significantly overvalued and is likely to return to negative 1.6% a year from this level of valuation, including dividends. So I know you guys are probably sick of seeing this chart, but I'm going to show it to you again. This is the M1 money supply. This is how much money they printed in the last 18 months from the start of the um, the orchestrated situation, the start of the uh, yeah the situation by design. You can see the M1 and M2 money supply is showing significant money printing. This is the ultimate shit coin, my friends, the US dollar. This is the ultimate shitcoin. So there we are. That is my take on the market. That was my semantic breakdown of history, what I believe is going to happen in the future. Love it. Personally, what I believe you guys can do to take the power and control into your own hands. Yeah. Think about it, Warriors. Like, look at all the things. I wrote a bunch of notes. Smaller banks is collapsing. Think about this. I used to be in banking, right? I learned how to scale banks, went to CBA executive banking school. And in that school, we learned how, I learned how difficult it is to scale a bank, how expensive it is to scale a bank. 
these small banks are going to struggle moving into this fintech world. They're going to struggle. It's expensive. And so partners like XRP, Ripple, right, to help them build the new infrastructure warriors. Banks are feverishly right now trying to get involved in the cryptocurrency space. You guys realize that. The OCC said that your banks, your federally chartered banks, can custody your cryptocurrency last year, warriors. There is already something, a, a bill passed for um, pass-through wallets for the CBDC for stable coins. There's already all this stuff is in place, Warriors. And then if you're watching my TikTok this morning, look at the players in the game. Brian Brooks leaves the head legal counsel of Coinbase last year to become the head of your operation of currency control. During his tenure, he allows your banks to custody your cryptocurrency. Okay, he heads off. He goes to be the CEO of Binance. I know he already left that, but he moves from the government to cryptocurrency. Then you have Jay Clayton. Two days before he throws out the XRP lawsuit, he was the head of the SEC, right? He uh, knew One River Capital increased their position in Bitcoin and Ethereum by $600 million. Two days later, he throws out an SEC lawsuit. Four days later, he leaves the SEC, and then it's found that he's consulting for One River Capital. He's now part of cryptocurrency. Bill Hinman, former SEC chairman, now sits on the Andreessen Horsowitz cryptocurrency fund, $2.2 billion. Gary Gensler. A head MIT professor becomes the head of the SEC. Brad Garlinghouse, XRP, Ripple, CEO, is part of the World Economic Forum. Part of the cryptocurrency committee on the World Economic Forum is seen sitting next to Christine Lagarde and the IMF warriors. You don't think that this SEC lawsuit is all by design to bring in the new quantum financial system to be able to regulate cryptocurrencies? You think Brad Garlinghouse is sitting with the IMF? part of the World Economic Forum, but he is not rubbing elbows with the SEC wars. You don't think this is all by design? So we're just literally in the game watching the, the theater happen. And just like the Wizard of Oz, right? The Wizard of Oz, they went down the yellow brick road and they're waiting to see what was behind the curtain. And when they pulled back the curtain, it was some little dude that had this big voice on this big microphone wars. That was the whole story behind the Wizard of Oz. Don't believe what's behind the curtain. How do you do it? You grab good friends, you look the other way, go the other way on the yellow brick road and start to understand that they're not doing what they're saying. Watch what they do, warriors. Look at these big billionaires, what they're doing with their money. When I was in Dubai, there was, there was no lack conversations. Abundance, business deals happening, infrastructures being built, massive cryptocurrency companies that are going to change the world, right? Then Mark Zuckerberg announces Meta, the new name of Facebook, the new name of Facebook, Meta, right? You show the commercial where he's clicking buttons. He's changing his outfits. Whereas it's here. <laughs> the metaverse is here. The ecosystem is here. The new financial system is here. Warriors. And as Ken says, do not sit back. And I agree with him 100%. I've been preaching this for a long time. By 2025, Warriors, we have no idea what's going to happen, right? We can say that the same cryptocurrency cycle is going to happen. We could say that it's going to follow the exact same cycle, but we have no idea what regulation is going to do to cryptocurrency. Number two, we have no idea what the financial system is going to look like, specifically what banks are going to survive. The regulation is going to be key for cryptocurrency wars. That's one of the biggest things. And that's why I'm diversifying outside of cryptocurrency. 50% of my portfolio is staying in crypto. I'm taking 50% out. I'm already in the process. We're not, I'm not just, you remember what I first started saying, brought Ken as my mentor. I'm already building my LLC. I'm getting my you know, Freedom Asset Management Group up and running. I'm going to be getting into my first LEO coming up here in the near future, right? I'm buying silver as a hedge against the deflating US dollar. I also have multiple sources of income outside of cryptocurrency and warriors. You can do this. I did this all in two, a little over two years, warriors. 
So that it's time to take a deep breath, swallow the red pill, get yourself to a 30,000 foot overview, stop listening to your neighbor who is struggling, right? Stop listening to your parents who are in the old paradigm and trying to give you advice when they're still writing checks or they're still using a debit card, right? Or they're trying to transact that way. They haven't even used the touchless payment yet when the whole infrastructure is about to switch. That's the way I explained it to my mom. My mom is actually into cryptocurrency and my mom still writes checks, believe it or not. The way I explained it to my mom is when we had beepers, right? When we had, when we got a beeper, we we're all like, I want a beeper. And then, you know, people like that's the mark of the beast. And then we got the beeper and it was like, oh, then cell phones came. And it was like, next thing you know, cell phones, oh, it's going to change everything. It's going to change society, right? Then we had MySpace that came along and then people are getting addicted to social media. And next thing you know, people said, I'm never going to use that. You went from letters to email, right? People said, you'll never stop writing love books. We'll never stop just picking up the phone and knocking on the door. And people avoid phone calls now and they just text message people. Warriors, you are going to be slowly predictive programming. That's why I started with the predictive programming. Ken went back in history and showed you facts, figures, numbers, logic. I'm showing the predictive programming within the current paradigm that you live in, that the Pepsi that you're drinking is saying, hey, we're going to reward you for eating like shit. Number one, once you eat like shit, we're going to give you some money. But go ahead and go to your Venmo account, go to your PayPal account. And then every time you log on there, you can see that you can transact cryptocurrency. Think about that. Why would the largest, some of the largest corporations in the world be connecting with Venmo and PayPal if the decentralized finance or decentralized financial system is not here? Why would Bank of America partner with Ripple? Why would Warren Buffett increase his position by 10% in one of the worst economic times when banks are struggling right now? Think about what's happening with banks, Warriors. The Basel Three banks had to have gold on reserves now for riskier assets, right? Their profit margins are being squeezed. So if they don't get involved in the cryptocurrency space, in the customer service space, and if they don't become the person who's going to get your money the fastest, we can just go to PayPal. We can just go to Venmo. We can go to Nexo. We can go to Yield App and under the other countries' wars. We don't need banks anymore. And they know that. But here's the thing. 242 people watching this, you know, Ken and I combined, we have over a million followers, you know, and, and counting, continuing to grow. But that's just a million people, Warriors, out of seven billion people in the world. So you have the opportunity to be the small percentage of people that awaken to a new reality. But we do know, Ken and I have surrounded ourselves in the ecosystem of people that, that vibe with us, right? We know that you guys are going into your just over broke system and you're talking to people. So you guys are fighting a, a battle because you're fighting against this programmed system of sheeple and you got to rise above it. Don't try to convince anybody what to do. That's one thing I'll share with you guys. Just take care of yourself, take care of your family, raise your internal vibration as high as possible, and you will attract the very things that you want, warriors. So, you know, don't try to fight the system, you know, follow the system and what they're doing, take the money and bring it back to the people. So <sighs> that was very well put, man. And uh, I just want to drop something in there as well about the yellow brick road. Guys, this is a pantomime, okay? Why does the judge dress up with a wig? Why does the policeman put the suit on and put the fancy hat on? This is a pantomime. This is a show, guys. We have brainwashed humans controlling other brainwashed humans. And you can't, you, you can, it can be difficult to see this until you step out the system and think, why are you wearing a wig? Why are you wearing, well, I'm speaking about a judge because I dressed up last night as a judge for Halloween, which was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, like these dudes are just dressing up because it's a show. This is part of a show we need to, Enjoy the show, but sit behind and be mindful, be self-aware, like increase our vibration 
And I just wanted to share something with you guys about how do you increase your vibration? Let me just share this uh, slide with you just now. Share screen. Okay. So check out this, guys. By increasing your vibration will allow you to absorb more information and be able to see things a lot clearer. So everything um, in life is the result of energy, frequency, and vibration. So the higher your vibration, the easier and quicker you will absorb everything that we are sharing with you. So uh, how can you raise your vibration? So by paying attention to what you're consuming, you know, what you're eating, what you're looking at, what you're watching, what you're touching, take back control over your mind. And that's why we're sharing this information with you now so that you can take control of your mind, reconnect with nature, learn to let go of the bullshit that you've been taught all of your life, commit to joy. So let's take a look at this here, down the bottom end of the scale. Somebody who's, uh, you know, guilt, shame, apathy, grief, fear, desire, that's 99% of people. And how can you give people this level of information if their vibration is so low? So until you get to the stage of love, joy, reasoning, accepting the truth about what's happening in the world, the willingness to learn, the courage to absorb this information and to be at peace, you will never reach an enlightened stage in life. And once you reach that stage in life, and I believe that that's where I am, I cannot wait to wake up every morning. I'm excited about living a new day. And you guys need to just take what I'm sharing with you now and go out there and learn about energy, frequency, and vibration, and how to raise. Get rid of the, the fear. Stop watching the media. Just be careful about what you're consuming when you open up your social media feed. Start unfollowing people that are sharing negativity. Start following people that are sharing good information with you. You know, the very if the very first thing that you look at um, when you wake up in the morning is the news, or you're looking at a bunch of negative stuff on your social media feeds, it's just not a very good way to start your day. Um, and for me, I want to start my day with looking at a nice view. I want to maybe uh, read my book. And I know that when I open up my Twitter account, it's full of good information, good people that I know that I like to follow. Um, 99% of the stuff out there, guys, is stuff that you just don't want to read. But yeah, so another thing that I want to mention as well is something that's very important. If you guys are appreciating this information that we're sharing with you, and I ask you every week to please gently touch the like button and turn it blue, please, because it's going to tell the YouTube algorithm that this is relevant information that's not going to just help you, but other people. And it's very important that as many people see this show as possible because we want to get this information out there, guys, to unconditionally help as many of you as possible become aware of what's happening in the world today. Now, for those of you guys who would like to learn how to buy a business with zero cash, leverage buyout, we have a very inexpensive program. It's called thebusinessbuyingchallenge.com. So that's five days of mentoring for £77. So you'll be part of our private networking group. Um, and if you get in now, then you'll get in for £77 because we are increasing the prices as they're printing more money. And by the way, guys, this program was, it was £1,000. $500. That is the real price that people were paying, but I've lowered 
the price of this program to get as many people in as possible because I want to help as many people as I possibly can. And that is my contribution to the entrepreneur space. For those of you guys who would like to learn how to trade crypto in a profitable and safe way, then we have a very exclusive three-day program with myself and Lewis Crompton, a very well-known investor in the UK, which will be starting later on this month. And it's called CryptoJumpstart.me. So it's CryptoJumpstart.me. Three days of mentoring. I'll be there as well. And it's £57. It's the price of a dinner out with your wife. So you're going to have some solid information from people that are very well-versed in this industry. So there we are, guys. Yeah, there's some questions. So one of the questions was, uh, do, am I, so I'm so lost now, but Michelle will help you with this. Do I take my cryptocurrency assets out now? So here's what I'm doing. So what I'm doing is I don't focus on the FUD in the marketplace. I watch the market as it goes parabolic. And you heard Ken talk about it. I do what's called a ladder exit strategy. So what you don't want to get caught is in the fear index, right? When you're skyrocketing, the green index is really high. You're never going to catch the top. I mean, it happened in Shiba again, right? Uh, Shiba started to go parabolic and the exchanges all shut down. Coinbase shut down. Crypto.com shut down. People couldn't get their crypto off the table, right? So when crypto starts to go parabolic, right, that's what you want to watch for. Now, if you're going to be someone who's going to pull money off the table, dollar cost average out, right? So, for example, I'm pulling 50% of my portfolio, Okay. 50% and I'm laddering it three to four ladders up. So let's just make up some numbers here. Okay. So say XRP goes to uh, seven to $10 or so let's say it goes to $7. I would pull 10% of my portfolio. Say it goes to 10 to 15. I would pull 15% of my 50% of my portfolio. And then as it went to a certain thing, I would collapse. Those. So I'm pulling money off the table so I don't get caught at the top. But the key though is what Ken has taught me. And that's why I brought him on as my mentor is what you do with that money is the most important thing. It's not pulling it out right now and buying Ferraris and Lamborghinis and going to nice dinners. Right now, it's it's time to like buckle down, get your shit together and buy more assets. That's That could be going back into cryptocurrency, get into the NFT space. There's so many opportunities to, to create residual income. Um, you can get into the business buyer bootcamp. You can end up buying LBOs because that is... I was saying it's the biggest shift in generational wealth crypto. It's the biggest shift in our economic system in our history. But the biggest shift in generational wealth is the baby boomers money coming down to us. That's one of the wealthiest populations right now is the baby boomers. So um, did you want to share something, Ken? Pop that up. Yeah, just the fear and greed index. So like Coach Jay was saying, um, you don't want to buy green candles. You want to buy the fear, sell the greed. Um, yeah, you know, Shiba Inu is pumping. Uh, I did a, a video in, on TikTok. In fact, it went viral this afternoon to say that well, my, my charting is showing a, a 30% pump in Shiba. It has pumped 15% today, but this is very, very high risk things to be investing in. And uh, yeah, you can make a lot of money, but always looking upon these things as a gamble. This is a casino, guys, and uh, you're better looking at the more safe, sound, stable crypto assets like Bitcoin, XRP, uh, Ethereum, you know, I'm a big Ethereum guy, but uh, just be careful, guys. Watch what you're doing. And, uh, you know, when you see the fear and greed index, you know, 74. And well, if you've got extreme greed in the market, then be extremely cautious. You don't want to be buying into the markets. And I'm going to be lathering out of the markets around about December. I'm very happy for the market to rally on and make its peaks. And I'm happy for everybody to make money. But I just want to help as many of you guys get out of the market in a safe way so that you have money. You want to come out in the profit because, guys, I've been there. I've had millions in profits sitting there to lose millions a few days after when the markets crashed. 
and it's not a very nice feeling, but you've just got to sit, ride it out, and it is what it is. But I, I personally don't want to put myself back in that position again, and that's why I am completely sold on the fact there is a bull market coming. It's happening, and uh, yeah. Uh, what, what do we call November? Uh, Moonvember, I think we call Moon-vember, it. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a fun, a fun month here in the Moonvember. Yes. But yeah, beginning of December, I'll start to lather back out the markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see somebody asking there as well uh, what these websites uh, were for the five day challenge. So it's that, uh, yeah, if you want to uh, pop that in the bottom of the screen there, Coach GB, it's uh, cryptojumpstart.me. And that's a three day mentoring program with myself and Lewis Crompton. So that's crypto jumpstart.me and the businessbuyingchallenge.com. I just want to say as well, guys, that I've been speaking a lot about yield up. Um, They were offering 20.5%, but that has now reduced to 17%. So those who are adopting this technology will get those higher rates of yield. So that's yield.app. And I do highly recommend if you're looking at stabilizing uh, your crypto into a safe and secure fund that you can get a steady yield on, then this is where you need to put it, guys. There are so many different projects out there that will offer you you know, crazy returns, but for me, it's all about dealing with a company that's bona fide with a safe and secure product team, and I personally have done my due diligence on the product. I know the team as well, and I uh, believe that this is a very safe place for you guys to be investing your stable coins into, not financial advice, and nothing in this show constitutes financial advice we are only expressing our opinions and our views based on our experience with what's happened in the past and what we believe as entrepreneurs is going to happen in the future yes and so it says coach jb question are you going to buy any xrp nfts now or later so i have not purchased any um xrp nfts i have gotten into gambling apes that's one thing that i did get into so it's the in the metaverse so there's basically the infrastructure of it is the gambling apes are casinos within the metaverse and then when they launch the casinos you make residual income off of those so that's one nft that i have gotten into is the gambling apes which i shared with my community out there um, i have not gotten into x any xrp nfts Uh, But that is the future. So another thing, too, to look at as you continue to educate yourself is look at the infrastructure. Look at nodes, N-O-D-E-S, right? Look at nodes, the mining capabilities of this, right? So who are the people that made the most money in the gold rush? Was it the people who went to go get the gold or was it the people selling the equipment to the people to go get the gold? There's some genius people that are like, wait a minute. All these people are rushing to make money really quickly. Let's sell them the equipment to go get the money. And so most people didn't make it in the gold rush, right? Most people got greedy and they got smashed. And there's a lot of people that made millions and millions of dollars off selling shovels, picks, all the equipment. But actually, so don't forget about that infrastructure of it, Warriors. Um, So I got some cool projects we got coming up that I'll share with you guys in the future. Uh, We got a lot of really cool stuff coming up here. Awesome. I just popped Let's just take a quick look at these charts, guys, uh, in terms of where we are in the bull market just now. So... Uh, yeah, I'm taking a look at the daily charts. I'm not uh, so much interested in the shorter term time frame. So a couple of very important indicators there, looking at the MACD, which is the moving average conversion to diversions, the little histogram down here on the right-hand side. So you can see that we've had a bit of a sell-off since the 67,000 peak. And I believe that within the next one, two, three, four, five, within the next five days, um, we should be ticking bullish on the MACD. And at the very bottom, you can see another indicator called the stochastic RSI. So this is 
um, a, a very good indicator, performance indicator, which shows that this is amazing, by the way. We are oversold. Sorry, we are um, we're over uh, oversold in the markets. So yeah, right down here, we're completely oversold on the daily chart, meaning that the market is gearing up. Uh, we're sitting in a cup and handle formation here, which is a very bullish pattern. Uh, so the markets are gearing up now for a very, very big pump. And I'm looking at the 80 to 90, uh, sorry, 70 to $80,000 level. And I'm going to start to consider selling out my positions, some of my positions round about that level. Um, yes, I believe we will see a $100,000 Bitcoin, but I'm playing it safe. But yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys that, the market is very oversold just now, which is a very good sign. And we are, in within the next week, going to take bullish on the MACD, providing we don't have any significant economic events that are going to disrupt the market. So that's yeah. my uh, two Satoshis there on the uh, the Bitcoin price. Thank you. And then make sure to, guys, like, for example, people keep bringing up Shiba and stuff like that. Like, make sure you're pulling profits on those. For example, how how I do all my shit coins, right, or my do my meme coins. is So for Dogecoin, I pulled when I doubled my doubled my investment, I pulled my initial investment out and then I was full house money. And then as Dogecoin went parabolic, I pulled money off the top. I kept, I've always kept a moon bag in there. I always have a moon bag of Dogecoin. I pulled off the top and I put it into Ethereum. I pulled off the top, I put it in Ethereum. I did the same thing with Shiba. I bought a ton of Shiba when the rumor started, a ton of Shiba, but very cheap. When it mooned, I doubled my profits. I doubled my investment. I took my initial investment out. So now I'm house money. So I will always keep a moon bag of Shiba. And as it was going parabolic, I took money out, put it into Ethereum, took money out. I put it into Ethereum. That's not financial advice, but that's what I did. So I have full confidence. If Shiba goes skyrockets, I win. If it collapses, I still won. I already have my initial investment back. And then I used Shiba's profits to buy more fundamental cryptocurrencies for my future generational wealth. So just be disciplined as, as Ken said, like, think about what he's saying right here. He's going to, he's going to sacrifice a little bit of profits to stay away from that greed. Because what happens is if you stay, oh, I'm going to catch the top, I'm going to catch the top. You're not going to catch the top and you're going to come sliding down the back end and you're going to actually make less money than we would by pulling out and being disciplined and following exit strategies, I think, which is really, really important. Because if you don't have a game plan, you're going to fail because 90% of people are going to make a ton of money in crypto. They're going to come sliding down the back end just like 2017 and they're going to be a lot of disgruntled people for three years hoping hoping that it goes through the same bull market cycle. And then when it gets to the, the price point that they, they got liquidated at, they're going to sell off. And that's what happens every single cycle. Yeah, since we're on the Shiba topic there, because I know that the market is going insane for this crazy coin. And uh, yeah, most of my uh, videos I do that get the most engagement, believe it or not, are Shiba uh, uh, videos which you'll see mm -hmm. there on TikTok which I find quite funny so I started doing a bit of charting um, so we can see here that the stochastic RSI we're not overbought as of yet but we are about to take bullish within the next two days by the way on the MACD which is the little histogram here which is going to flip green very soon we're trading into a symmetrical triangle in a very strong uptrend you can see here which is crazy for a meme coin and yeah, so the breakout target is going to take us as soon as we confirm above this downward sloping uh, resistance, which it is just now. I am looking at yeah, a 32% pump in price is what we're looking at on the 1.618 Fibonacci extension. So yeah, it, 
she was looking extremely bullish. Um, I'm no, I'm not going to buy into uh, uh, into it just now. Um, but you know, I had a small uh, long position open, which uh, uh, I just naturally closed. But yeah, just be careful, guys. Be watch what you're doing, and certainly if you're leverage trading anything like that, be, be prepared to lose everything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, having you know one percent allocation to shit coins like this, which are probably going to go to the moon, um, is fine. But as you, you've got to think in the in the mindset of a sophisticated investor, and a sophisticated mm -hmm. investor doesn't gamble. And me myself, I'm not a big gambler. I'm very careful how I invest. So I just wanted to share these charts with you and give you my um, technical analysis on Shiba Inu. Yeah. And then uh, David, so the question here is, so how about the freedom asset management business? So just to be clear what that is. So the freedom asset management group that I'm launching is, is well, I'm in part of uh, Ken's uh, Nexus bootcamp for the uh, specialized bootcamp for LBOs. And so basically I'm setting up my LLC right now. Freedom asset management group is the company that I'll be operating to be absorbing uh, the LBOs, the leverage buyout. So that that's that part of the company. So I think we, you have the uncommon one percenters, which I teach people how to do the business that I do. And then we have the Warrior Academy, which is mine, crypto, um, fitness, everything. So the Freedom Asset Management Group is my company that will be buying the corporations under. And so what do you call it? A special purpose vehicle, right, Ken? Is that what you call it? Yeah, an SPV, special purpose vehicle. Yeah. So a special purpose vehicle could be an S Corp, a C Corp, an LLC. Yeah. It's a company that holds the share capital of another company, or let's say it holds a piece of real estate that you collect rental income into. So it's a, it's a technical term that uh, we as investors use. Awesome. Uh, somebody's asking, if what, uh, once exiting, where to put the money when it's, uh, where to put it when it's safe, real estate? Yeah. So for me, I'll be looking at real estate, uh, commercial, residential, farmland. Uh, I'm looking at buying forestry. We bought a forest in Poland. You'll see that on my story. So make sure, guys, follow the uh, Ken Mac show on Instagram. I'm going to be sharing the forest that we bought in Poland, farms, uh, businesses. So by, uh, you know, we're uh, buying businesses on full-on full leverage, but you guys will have the opportunity as well to um, partner with us on deals. Some of these deals will require a small equity um, um, consideration. So some deals could be 10% ownership of, the, of a company that you can get from us. So you could physically become a partner with us on a deal and own a percentage of these companies. So that would be a sensible place that you can allocate your income or your uh, your gains, should I say, too, so that you can become part of what we are doing and partner with us in some of these essential infrastructure-based businesses. Uh, you could be looking at acquiring um, uh, or even holding stable coins, staking them on Nexo, on Celsius, on Yieldapp. You could be looking at... Uh, uh, you know, starting the dollar cost average into the bear market once we hit the lows and the pancake swap tokens or uh, other um, uh, opportunities where you could earn yield of significant, uh, um, you know, 50%, I think you get on, on pancake swaps. So, so many different places, guys, that you can put your money to work. And I think maybe we'll have a, uh, we could do a show, put a show together and share lots of different strategies mm -hmm. with you um, and different ways that you can uh, look to reinvest uh, the money that you have made during this bull market. I think it'd be quite nice to do that with you guys, to start dropping some ideas in there and sharing some strategies within the real estate space, physical, uh, tangible uh, assets and intangible assets. Awesome, awesome. 
see any other questions? Let's see here. We're just running through the questions real quick. Thoughts on mana? For I love mana. So I've been, I was, it's exploding right now. So again, you want to be careful buying the tops, right? Don't FOMA into cryptocurrencies. But um, I've had mana for quite a while, Decentraland. So, um, so the way I did my portfolio in the beginning when I was getting into cryptocurrency, I diversified um, in crypto. Like Ken taught me diversification. I'm not talking about a diversified portfolio for your generational wealth. When I'm talking about diversification within crypto is so I had like the, the cryptocurrency, like an XRP, XLM. And then I had the engine uh, metaverse, which would be mana, things like that. And then um, the like decentralized finance, like SNX, things like that. So I kind of diversified across the cryptocurrency infrastructure. Um, a good way to look at it is go to CoinGecko and you can look at categories. If you click, they put a new place in there. It's really cool. If you go to CoinGecko and you click categories, it'll show you like, for example, people are like, what's the metaverse? It has a metaverse category and it'll show you all the cryptocurrencies that are actually in the metaverse. So that, that's a cool way to do it. We looked at that on our Thursday call last week. As you go to CoinGecko, click on the top and you'll see categories and you can see uh, different sections. And so diversifying across those categories is a, is a great way to do it as well. But just make sure you really look at the tokenomics. You look at the uh, you know on-chain analysis of the cryptocurrencies, the leadership team. Is there a real world solve for it? Things like that. So and then you're going to have meme coins that are going to pump because of the communities, man. Because I mean, what Shiba, the, it hit the freaking uh, 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 Times Square. They had a massive ad on Times Square yesterday. <laughs> it said Shiba to the moon. It's just these types of things is what the SEC is coming after. This is what they're coming afterwards. They, they, they don't want to see a bunch of 21 year olds, 19 year olds, 31 year olds, 45 year olds get rich off of a meme coin. They don't want to see that. It's, it's fantasy economics. That is fantasy economics. Whereas if you can take advantage of it and take that money and put it into something that's less speculative, that can actually build stability, that can build generational wealth, that makes sense. But just make sure you have, um, let's see, pump, pump your own bags of XRP. <laughs> love it. Love it. Oh, I love it. Uh, let's see. Good question there from uh, Edmunds, uh, Edmund Amick, uh, asking, um, can we be notified to invest in LBOs that we'll be buying and I could be a shareholder? And yeah, mm -hmm. so these these shows that we're running, um, as we start to get involved in deals, we'll be sharing them with you on the show mm -hmm. and we'll be putting an investor application out so that you can uh, apply to invest and partner with us. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we'll be uh, making sure to share all of this on our public channels, on uh, Telegram, sorry, not Telegram, on Instagram and here on the show and uh, also on my Facebook page as well for those of you guys who follow me there and on Twitter. So yeah, we want to get as many of you guys involved as possible and especially as we exit the bull market uh, in Q1 2022. Yes, awesome, awesome. All right, Warriors, we're, gosh, we're, right at the, we're over an hour now. So anything else you want to cover, Ken? No, it's been a great session, man. It's yeah. been a great session. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll look forward to putting together some content to help everybody out so that they can get started um, to you know condition the mindset and to start to unlearn a lot of the nonsense that we've been taught uh, through the years. So I'd like to just put some stuff down in paper so that we can share these strategies and maybe a slide style format to help as many of you guys out as possible. Yes, yes. I think that helps a lot, too, because people like the visual piece. I really enjoyed the presentation yesterday. Thank you for bringing that words. Just remember, you know, it's it's not it's it, it's coming words. It's coming. Get prepared for it mentally. Right. But remember, you're already rich. It's all right here, warriors. You need to change your brain. You need to understand that you're already wealthy. You have everything you need. 
the physicality comes from your higher vibration. When you lift yourself up into a higher vibration, you start to attract. That's how the law of attraction works, Warriors. High vibration people attract to high vibration people. Ken Mack and I have connected. You know, he's connected. We just keep connecting with higher. All of you guys are high vibration people here. But you can see the negative person, everything happens to them. They get a flat tire. Everybody gets flat tires, but the flat tire for them is catastrophic. Then they've spilled coffee on themselves and then their boss gets rid of them because they're at a very, very low vibration. So the number one thing you need to work on right now is your vibration through the foods you ingest, mm -hmm. through the things you're hearing, through the things you're seeing. Those are the three things you need to focus on. As you do that, educate yourself, raise your vibration, watch all these shows. Even if it doesn't make sense, just keep listening. It'll start to absorb and your brain will start to understand your vibration will start to raise and the right people will come into your life so that's the number one thing you should be working on is what you're ingesting what you're hearing what you're seeing is very very important warriors as ken said clean up your social media feed very very important warriors you know do a social media cleansing and then hashtag all the stuff you want keep hashtagging all the stuff you want that will start to show up on you so if you want wealth hashtag wealth every single time hashtag wealth. start to do those things that are going to predictive program you out of the blue pill into the red pill so all right warriors i love you guys we appreciate you guys we're gonna get going now we appreciate you we'll come with you next monday 9 a.m make sure you guys are here we're ready to rock and roll warriors ah, let's get your shit together let's go